This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Daniel Sellerson. Hi, everyone. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Sellerson filling in for Sean Kelly, who is en route to Houston, Texas, where the Saints will get ready for preseason game number two on Saturday against the Texans. Hope this Thursday finds you well. We're getting closer and closer to some Saints football on Saturday night. Preseason games start again tonight around the league, so you'll at least get some football action tonight. As I mentioned, the team is in Houston. Saints and Texans held a joint practice today, um, open to the fans, open to the media, and then tomorrow they'll have a closed walkthrough uh, with the Texans. No media availability um, and no, op no open practice uh, for the fans. And then Saturday, 7 o'clock Central uh, in NRG Stadium is where the Texans and Saints will collide for preseason game number two. We'll talk some Saints and some Pelicans on today's show. But first, I want to remind everyone about um, the Saints and the Pelicans pledging flood relief support as it's been going on starting yesterday. The Saints and Pelicans are working together with the Red Cross the United Way and the Second Harvest Food Bank of New Orleans and assisting each respective charity with their relief and rebuilding efforts. Um, in the Saints lobby, Saints and Pelicans lobby, they have tubs for you to fill uh, with toiletries, supplies for babies, infants, uh, stuff for pets like cages, leashes, collars, pet food, cleaning supplies, miscellaneous like bottled water, non-perishable food items, and school supplies. That will continue until... August 25th, so during regular business hours, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., please stop by if you can and fill those tubs with things that um, people need right now uh, due to the flooding in southeast Louisiana. Also, if you're coming to the training camp open practices for the Saints between August 22nd and 24th, there'll be places for you to put those items as well. So I want to make sure before we get into things today that you all know and we'll continue to update you I believe there was a, over a 1,000 items donated yesterday. I believe Pelican's CR tweeted about that. So nice job on the first day to donate some stuff. And, of course, you can do that throughout um, this week and next week. August 25th is the last day, and the Pelicans and Saints staff continue to do stuff around the community and uh, will be assisting uh, people throughout the weekend. So good job for everyone donating yesterday and hope you continue to support all those in need due to the flooding in southeast Louisiana. All right, so as I mentioned, Saints and Pelicans talk on today's show. It's what we do every day. It is the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. We'll talk with Mike Triplett, who covers the Saints for ESPN's NFL Nation. He kind of talks about uh, what he's seen so far through training camp. The, the reason this team is exciting, the reason this team is competitive, is the passing game. And if possible, it looks like it's going to be even better with uh, with the emergence of Michael Thomas and, and you know, Brandon Cook's ready to break out and, and the way those guys are playing. And how about some Pelicans talk on this Thursday as well? Uh, some of the Pelicans players are holding a voluntary workout in Los Angeles. And Joel Myers, television voice of the Pelicans, stopped by the practice and spoke to Quincy Pondexter. On the first day of this little um, time together, um, they, you know, they had their hard hats on. They, they brought a a winning mentality to our team and um, it's something that's just really really contagious and um, we're all rubbing off on each other we're getting to know each other it's confusing uh, with each other and um, I love the team chemistry already so we'll get an update on Quincy and uh, we hope to see him back soon uh, in a Pelicans uniform as he missed last season due 
to a knee injury. So plenty to get to here on this Thursday. Let's get started. Up first is Mike Triplett. Then we'll hear from Quincy Pondexter. Then I'll wrap things up here from Studio B. Stay with us. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious chunky chicken and sausage gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Daniel Sellerson. Well, there is light at the end of the tunnel for those covering the New Orleans Saints as they've been on the road here for a few weeks. One more preseason game on the road against Houston on Saturday. And joining us now from Houston is Mike Triplett, who covers the team for uh, ESPN's NFL Nation. Mike, I know you're ready to be home, but we have one more preseason game to go. I appreciate you joining me today. Happy to do it. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Mike, since you've been with the team throughout training camp, what are your biggest takeaways so far through a few weeks? Well, I mean, I think the defense has to be what stands out first because it was our biggest question mark, and it's really been all positive except for the injury to Sheldon Rankin. Uh, you know, there's an energy, there's confidence, there's a speed they're playing at. None of it matters, obviously, because so far it's just been practices and an exhibition game, but like, you wanted to see that that unit was pointed in the right direction and it didn't get too beat up by how bad the last couple of years have been. And uh, so far, so good in, in that area. And then the other thing, obviously, is the, the reason this team is exciting, the reason this team is competitive is the passing game. And if possible, it looks like it's going to be even better with uh, with the emergence of Michael Thomas and, and, you know, Brandon Cook's ready to break out and, and the way those guys are playing. Has Thomas been the rookie that's impressed you the most so far through training camp? Oh, with, without question. He might be the player at St. <laughs> camp that's, that's been the most impressive. It was funny. Finally, something negative said about him when Sean Payton uh, pointed out that he doesn't have to catch every pass with one hand last week. But <laughs> other than that, you know, they, they, they can't even help but shower him with praise. The quarterbacks talking about how much they trust him. And, and you know, when you hear the quarterbacks raving about a receiver and, and taking turns throwing the ball up and, letting him go get it, uh, that's a good sign. You mentioned um, Sheldon Rankins and the injury to him. How does that affect the D-line going forward right now? Well, you know, uh, he's a rookie who had never played a uh, snap for him in the regular season, so, you know, he's not irreplaceable, mm -hmm. but the, the problem was he just represented so much hope and excitement and promise and all those good things. They wanted to add some disruptive players to, to the defensive line in particular, and we were looking forward to seeing if he's the kind of guy who could break out right away as a rookie. 
Uh, obviously, that puts uh, a lot more of a spotlight on Nick Fairley, a very similar player, disruptive pass rushing, three technique defensive tackle that they signed free agency. Uh, and then they'll just have to do the rest with depth. So they needed to get more of a push, more pressure from the D line. So they really wanted all hands on deck. But it doesn't mean it's totally going to set them back. And, and he will be back uh, pretty early in the season, maybe five, six weeks into the season. But, you know, for a guy like that, the preseason games and the development was important. So it is a real shame it happened to, to a guy who needed the preseason. You mentioned the defense has impressed you so far throughout this training camp. Has there been anyone on that defensive side that's really stuck out to you? Yeah, you know, one guy who uh, has been around a long time, but we're seeing him at his best because uh, he's healthy, is Dan L. Ellerby. Um, what a difference he can make. It looks like if, if he's fully healthy and playing from week one, he's definitely the most athletic linebacker the Saints have. He drops back in coverage against tight ends. That was probably the biggest weakness on their defense last year was their linebackers and pass coverage. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he looks like when he's out there healthy. Um, and then, you know, the young cornerbacks, I don't know if they're all NFL starter week one ready, uh, but it is promising to see that they have that depth. Uh, P.J. Williams, who basically redshirted last year, Looks like he could enter the season as a starter because of injuries, and maybe he'll play well enough to to stay that way. Uh, and then the undrafted rookies, Ken Crawley and Devonta Harris, seem to make a play every day in practice. I don't know how much they'll be playing in the regular season, but I think both of them are going to make the 53-man roster. Who still has a lot to prove during camp? I know we've only played one preseason game, but who still has a lot of work left to do if they want to make this team? Um, well, you know, I'll answer the first half of your question first because you said who still has a lot to prove. And the first name that jumps into my mind is Anders Pete. He's going to make this team, and he mm -hmm. probably will be the starting right guard. But um, it's always like kind of one step forward, one step back with him so far in his career. And uh, I think now that uh, he's not bouncing around the line, that he's probably going to stay at right guard throughout practices and preseason games from here on out. I think he needs to prove he's ready to win that starting job and lock it down and, and uh, play consistently like a first-round draft pick. Um, not only is it important for him and his development, it's important for the Saints. That's that's the one position uh, from either side of the ball, the guard position, that, that still concerned me the most after they uh, played really well at New England last week. What about Garrett Grayson? Is he a guy that uh, will we see more reps from him these uh, next few games? I know it's hard to tell as far as how many reps Drew Brees will get and then in the first game, it was Grayson for most of the first half, then McCown in the second half. Do you see more reps for Grayson in his future for these three games? Maybe not more, uh, but but probably consistently as much as we saw in the first game. Uh, yeah, because he needs preseason more than anybody. Um, I He's another guy that I think there's been some signs of promise, but I can't imagine he's going to see the field this year. Um, you know, he's got to show enough development. His test is almost prove to the Saints that he's made enough of a leap this year that he's still the development guy for the future so they don't draft someone else next offseason. So I don't think he's necessarily um, preparing himself to play, barring any disaster or injury this year, and I doubt he'll win that backup job from Lupitown, but I think he needs to show uh, that there is something there, uh, that they see what they drafted, and that he's the guy they want to continue developing going forward. All right, so besides Garrett Grayson, uh, preseason game number two, Saturday against the Texans, what are you looking for in uh, preseason game number two compared to maybe what you saw against the Patriots in week one? 
sure. Well, you know, this time of year we're usually looking at the guys trying to make the 53-man roster. That's just uh, nature and habit. Um, and, uh, you know, Tommy Lee Lewis we've talked about all camp. He's fun to watch and those corners that I mentioned. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a couple of guys who are going to play this year, who are going to be in the starting lineup, um, who, you know, maybe coming off of injuries. Two guys that stand out when you ask that question are C.J. Spiller. Uh, you know, he's talked about how he's cutting better. We've seen it in practice, how his leg feels stronger, how much better he feels. I'm excited to see him full speed against a good defense uh, when he gets a few more snaps as his preseason gets going to find out, boy, is he really going to be a contributor this year after he wasn't last year? And then the same on the opposite side of the ball, Jarris Bird at safety. He's been healthy all camp. Uh, it's his most healthy training camp since he's joined the Saints. And now I want to see, uh, now that he's got the health and he's got the opportunity, do we start to see the, the ball-hawking skills and, and the playmaking ability that took him to three Pro Bowls with the Buffalo Bills? That's Mike Triplett covering the Saints for ESPN's NFL Nation. You can follow him on Twitter. Mike, what's your Twitter handle for those that want to follow you? It's pretty easy, at Mike Triplett. Very easy. Mike Triplett here uh, covering the Saints, and he'll be in Houston as the Saints take on the Texans on Saturday in preseason game number two. Mike, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for the time. All right, thank you. All right, we'll transition to the Pelicans next. Joel Myers talks with Quincy Pondexter. Stay with us. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Optioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-Optioner or visit auctioner.org. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and host your birthday party, corporate event, or a holiday party in a Pelicans luxury suite. No matter who you're entertaining, let the Pelicans take the hassle out of finding a venue and planning world-class entertainment. Luxury suites are available now for the games throughout the Pelican season, giving you great seats to see the biggest stars in the NBA. For more information and to book your luxury suite night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. This is Quincy Pondexter, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. As I mentioned in segment one, the Pelicans are holding voluntary team workouts in Los Angeles. And yesterday, our very own Joel Myers, television voice of the Pelicans, caught up with Quincy Pondexter. Joel? 
We get together with a guy that has not been on the floor for far too long, unfortunately, and he'd like to be there. Quincy Pondexter, tell me, first of all, are you all the way back? Um, getting there. Um, still a long, tedious um, progress on it. Um, it's been a great journey. It's, it's been an unbelievable journey um, as far as um, where I was with my knee. And this last 15, 16 months has been really, really, really tough for me because uh, I love to play the game. But We're in Southern California. Pelicans getting together and working out as a team. It's a real healthy situation. Tell us about the team and some of the guys, well, you're just getting to know potentially, like Langston, Etwan, some of those guys. And these guys are tremendous, man. I, I love what they bring to the team. Um, they've been from the first day of this little um, time together. Um, they, you know, they had their hard hats on. They, they brought a, a winning mentality to our team, and um, it's something that's just really, really contagious. And um, we're all rubbing off on each other. We're getting to know each other. It's uh, infusing with each other. And um, I love the team chemistry already. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because you, when I bring up like Langston and Etwan, they're very similar to you. Age, young pros, but still in their and they're all pros because they have so much experience, but they're still in their mid twenties. Yeah, yeah, still in their mid twenties. Even Solomon is, a, is another guy that right. you know he's he's coming in and working, and these guys are all. They come from the same kind of journey. Um, they weren't the most touted players growing up and stuff like that, but you know they had to chip away and find their niche in the league. And um, they all did that with the same common goal and same same mindset of just being the hardest working guys out there. And um, it's just been really really great to watch them all develop in their careers. And now I get the opportunity to play with them, which is really really special. Now Quincy Pondexter with us as we continue. Uh, let's first start with Buddy Heald and who's yeah. who's going to be and. Who takes over? Who's he, he's carrying somebody's bags this year? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's rookie he's of four. Yeah. He's got you. Yeah, yeah. He's getting my bags. Okay, so he's your rookie. Yeah, he might carry all fifteen. Other bags, <laughs> for sure. And you do travel with yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, of course, of course, of course. You uh, gotta have all your shoes, your, your bags, <laughs> and all types of stuff that you might not ever need, but you just have it there. Okay, so a buddy healed later in the year has hernia surgery. We know why. Yeah, it's all my fault. It's all your bags. Yeah, made him carry all my bags. I like it. I like it. The kid, uh, and I said it during summer league and talking about Buddy Heald, a lot of guys go from 19 and a few inches on a three ball yeah. to 22 and a few inches, and it's the longest yard in the world, yeah. and it's off the left of the rim. Buddy was 25, 30, because I was in Vegas at summer league, yeah. and he was strong. He was long. He's, yeah. he's not going to have issues with uh, distance. Oh, uh, he won't have issues with that. We've, we've seen him. I mean, if you watch college basketball at all, you know he's a tremendous scorer. He's able to shoot the ball from anywhere. Um, he's a great player, man. I, he he's, comes with a really strong body. Uh, I didn't know if he had that or not, but he's a really strong kid. He's put on a lot of muscle, and um, I think he's really NBA ready. Um, you know, he's going to be a great addition to our team this year, and um, he's going to be a great rookie for us to have outside the court. <laughs> well, another rookie who we get 33rd as the Pelicans pick him in the second round, Shaq Diallo, who yeah. I watched in summer league, and I, I was amazed because he's a natural athlete. Man, I, I love Shaq already. You know, his intensity, um, just running up and down the floor and warm-ups is, is unbelievable. You know, he just brings such a, a winning atmosphere, winning uh, mentality to this team. And, um, you know, he just wants to learn and get better. He wants to be a sponge. He wants to absorb everything. And, you know, I love having him around. He's a great kid. Um, there's not too many kids like that out there, and I'm, I'm glad he ended up with us. 19 years old. That's the scary I, part. We uh, we got to trade bodies and age. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that'd be great. I don't think that works, but if, if they have the technology, I'll trade them in a heartbeat. Now, finally, 
Uh, what do you do to relax? Because this is your down, I know you're doing your physical therapy and you're gonna get your needle 100% so you're ready for the guys in October and into November. But what do you do? Is it movies? Is it books? How do you relax? Um, this sounds crazy, um, but the, the two hours or three hours I get during the day um, that I get to actually rest, you know, behind my extensive rehab is I sleep in a uh, hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> That's great. That, no, it's not. It's crazy. How does, it, how does it feel once you get out of it? You feel good the next day. Your body recovers, but you know that's that's what I do. Is literally I sleep in a hyperbaric chamber for a couple hours, and that that's my only time to get away. I'm in a bubble. I just hide out, and um, you know I didn't go on a vacation or anything this summer because uh, I've been just really dedicated to getting back to on the court, but. Um, you know, that two hours I spend there is, is my, my day to relax. Okay, expectations for the Pels this year. Because we saw a couple of years ago when you guys were healthy what yeah. you could do. So the expectation's pretty pretty high with them. You better win. <laughs> that's, right. that's it. Bottom line. Simple as that. We better win. Um, you know, I, I don't think any of us are signing up to, to go back to a season like last year. I think we all come with the same mentality that um, we have a lot to prove. This is a city that um, if you go out there and you bust your tail and you show them what you're about, that they're going to get behind you. I think we all need to rally behind each other and have a special season. We're really dedicated to this thing, and um, I love being a Pella. Yeah, and believe me, everybody in New Orleans, including myself, loves you being a Pella. There is no question about that. Last two guys, Drew and AD, both heard at the end of the year, and everybody tells me they look great. You've seen them in workouts. Tell us. Stay Drew and AD. Um, you know, Drew is a guy that's been an all-star. He's he's a tremendous player, one of the most underrated point guards in our league, like a Mike Conley type guy. Um, you know, he's been working really hard this summer on his body and getting healthy, and he's gonna finally have a healthy year in the right. first time in in a, in a while. Last year was a healthy year. He got a little incident with his eye, but at the end of the day, he had a full healthy year um, with his body, with basketball. You know, his knees and stuff that you worry about. You know, what I'm saying like. He did a great job. Um, AD, another player. He's unbelievable. Um, you know, and all the way back and healthy? He's getting there. He's getting there. But um, it's our job to make sure he's in the MVP race. You you know, we only do that with, with getting wins. And um, he's the most, probably most talented player in the league in my eyes. And um, I love being a, a part of this team. love being his teammate. Yeah. It's a deep group. Deepest I have seen in my five years with yeah. the organization. Get healthy, stay healthy. Will you yeah, give me some uh, medicine miracles. <laughs> It'll work. That's Quincy Pondexter. Thank you very much, guys. All right, when we come back, I'll wrap things up here from Studio B. This is the Black and Blue Report. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious chunky chicken and sausage gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and score your seats today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. All right, time to wrap things up here from Studio B. Big thanks to Mike Triplett from ESPN covering the Saints for NFL Nation and Joel Myers and Quincy Pondexter also for giving us an update on Quincy and those voluntary workouts in Los Angeles. Uh, The digital media team en route to Houston and uh, be on the lookout for updates throughout the weekend as Saints and Texans Saturday, 7 o'clock. You can watch it locally on Fox 8. Tomorrow, Sean Kelly will be back in the hosting chair. We'll get you ready for Saints and Texans preseason game number two. A reminder, tomorrow's uh, training camp is closed to the media, so no updates will be happening for the walkthrough. But then again, we'll have everything for you getting ready for Saturday's game against the Texans. And hey, everyone that's been a part of training camp will finally be back home after Saturday night's game. And the fans, Saints fans, will be able to see their team up close next week for training camp leading up to preseason game number three against the Steelers next Friday night. All right, so we'll talk to you tomorrow, getting ready for Saints and Texans. Until then, I'm Daniel Salerson. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.